Today, I'm just excited to announce that I've turned in my manuscript for my next book, which is going to be called Future Tech, How to Capture Value from Disruptive Industry Trends. This book took me uh, all summer to write. I handed in the manuscript last week. It's about 70,000 words that should make out to be some something around 280 pages or give or take. Um, the book is already in pre-order actually and can be ordered from, from my brilliant London-based publisher, Kogan Page. They are an independent, uh, very renowned publisher over in Europe. And the book will be in general sale from March 3rd, uh, 2021 in the UK and the uh, rest of Europe and from March 30th in uh, North America. Maybe I'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, Future Tech explains how the four forces of technology, policy, business models, and social dynamics that I also tackle in the Futurize podcast work together to create industry disruption and how this understanding can help predict what's coming next. And technology is often viewed you know, as a single force that disrupts markets, but we know that history is rife with stories of technologies that have failed to meet these expectations. So clearly there are other factors that matter. And that's really what I, I write about because true change can only result from a combination of all of those disruptive forces. So whether these forces align or they don't will explain why some technologies and the five that I've chosen to focus on in the book is artificial intelligence, blockchain, robotics, synthetic biology, and 3D printing, why some of those technologies stick in the products based on them and why others fail. And with an understanding of these four forces combined with a fifth force, which is basically the environmental footprint that we find ourselves in, um, business executives and policymakers can explain what technology will stick and eventually even anticipate what's coming next. I thought I would read a couple of passages from this book to see uh, if I can pique your interest. And the last thing I wanted to say is that in the US, the book is already in pre-order on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble, at Walmart, at Books A Million, at IndieBound, Powell's, at Bookshop, and at Joseph Beth. In the UK, Amazon.co.uk uh, has it, Book Repository, Foils, Blackwells, uh, and of course my publisher, Kogan Page. You can get it on, on their website. Across the EU, you'll find it in Germany on Amazon there, on bol.com uh, and on Talia. And in Scandinavia, you can now find it on Bocus. In Canada, you can find it on Indigo or, uh, and at McNally Robinson. In Oceania, you can find it at Dymox and Booktopia and Fishpond. In the Middle East, it's available on Souk, which is the Amazon company. And generally, I think you can find it uh, in pre-order anywhere books are found. But without further ado, let me read some passages from the book. The Industrial Revolution of the 18th century caused migrations, upheaval, economic progress, and created new winners and losers, individually and collectively. 
German thinkers Karl Marx and Max Weber and French sociologist Emile Durkheim and others each attempted to explain this change. Marx and Weber found the driving forces to be at the individual levels and Durkheim found them mostly to be at the collective levels. Both ways of looking at it can be fruitful. The best answer to the mystery of change is that understanding takes time and requires historical context, which is why we now, several hundred years later, can start to appreciate how the historically specific waves of technology a few years later typically become viewed as economic waves because the effect is now visible in overall productivity. However, if we, as Mark Weber and Durkheim taught us, instead first and ultimately try to understand the effects in terms of social waves, we can better capture the gradual shift that also occurs in the way social dynamics can play out once technologies are part of society's infrastructure. Occasionally, history brings an event that appears to come out of left field. It seldom does. It just looks that way at the time. This book is not the story of the impact of coronavirus. However, it will drastically affect the next decade's technology evolution. Arguably, the impact of the coronavirus pandemic will unleash a fourth industrial revolution, only a brief generation after the third which may not have happened otherwise. To understand technology, start analyzing what it was intended for. This book addresses the trends that both lead up to and follow from the emergence of new technologies. Rather than addressing technologies as such, we will tackle the evergreen principles that bring them about and modulate their usage and what to do about it. Technology means knowing how. Technology is just one factor, and it is not always even the most crucial facet. Knowing how to do something doesn't help you figure out the motivation for using it, which may be social. What makes it an improvement, which is the innovation, or what safeguards are necessary to prevent against misuse which is typically found in regulation. Part one of the book is all about the macro view on technology. How does it function in society? What do we know about it? And how it works in various disruptive ways? And which technologies matter in this decade? In part two, I focus on how individuals can best equip themselves to take advantage of these disruptions to their personal and professional lives in order to both understand and profit from change. The entire question of value is complicated. Recently, a slew of female economists have begun to gain ground questioning what it actually means. Creating economic value is traditionally defined in monetary terms, but would there be a broader construct that would encompass how it serves people? 
Take the concept of GDP, which ignores unpaid labor like housework and parenting, and is sometimes antithetical to sustainable growth because it also finances weapons or fossil fuels. Viewed that way, the future will not cause the angst that my fellow futurist and Alvin Toffler's book Future Shock captured 40 years ago. Even though the future has just begun, we have come a long way in our understanding of it. But that knowledge needs to be shared again and again. If we keep learning, our technological future can be bright, both as individuals and as a collective, and it can serve the greater purpose of building a human future, a place where we can all thrive. <laughs>